Welcome to Men in Relationships, the podcast about evolving the emotional habits of men through inner transformation that will lead to positive external changes in your relationship. I believe there's a huge lack in support and vulnerability and discussion around these topics about men in relationships. And that's why I'm here talking to you today. So sit back, relax, and let's grow. Are you questioning marriage? Are you questioning getting into a serious relationship? That's really what we are going to unpack today. What might be getting in the way of that? Where is that resistance coming from? Hey, it's Joel, and I welcome you back to Men in Relationships, where we discuss, strategize, open up, and try to resolve issues, unspoken conflicts and topics that always will surface in relationships that probably don't get talked enough about, especially for men. So I've created this platform where we can open up that discussion, where you can tune in and listen for ways to better and improve on your relationship. So today we're discussing, (laughs) are you questioning your marriage? Is there resistance to getting engaged, to taking it to the next level? And I think this probably crosses every single person's mind who's uh, about to enter that stage or that, that season of life. Uh, it's a it's a huge commitment. It truly is. If it if it's going to be something meaningful and profound, in which I hope it will be, that should be a massive uh, a massive step in your life, which should really involve a lot of deep processing, thinking, collaboration, getting everything out on the table. There's so many steps that should that should happen. And unfortunately, I I truly believe that that probably doesn't happen in most. In most cases, in most marriages, we see that, oh shit, I'm getting older, I better get married. My friends are getting married. Oh crap, so-and-so bought a house, we better get married. And that seems to be the driving force for this massive decision in life. So today I just wanna put a highlight on maybe something that might be coming up in your life uh, that might be leading to that resistance about taking your relationship to the next level or even just entering the relationship for that matter. So I find one of the most common reasons for this is um, a challenge to our unconscious values. Uh, In particular, an unconscious value that most men probably have is they want freedom. And we might view marriage as a challenge to that freedom. We naturally will frame it as a commitment, getting engaged, being in marriage, being in relationship for the rest of our life, commitment, and we we compare that against our freedom. Ah, you know, I'm a free man if I'm not married. Just one more year of this, <laughs> of being a free man before I get married. And we try to grasp on and, and we don't really take the time to necessarily even understand what commitment could mean. And as men, we naturally group commitment to the meaning sacrifice. Well, if I'm committing to something, then I'm sacrificing something. Sacrificing my freedom, my freedom of time, my values, my beliefs, to be mobile, to move around, to travel, whatever it may be, whatever freedom means to you. 
But commitment, I'm telling you, doesn't need to be a negative thing. You can commit to working through differences in values, beliefs, and time allocation. You can reframe what commitment means to you. And we don't, this doesn't just happen by itself. This doesn't unconsciously happen. This takes a level of focus and intentionality to redefine what commitment might mean, especially before entering a relationship. So rather than viewing commitment as a sacrifice, reframe the meaning to committed to figuring it out where there is a win-win. A win-win for me. There's a win for me and a win for my partner because I don't want to get into a marriage. I don't want to get into a long-term relationship if I'm going to sacrifice things. And I think that's just our natural underlying belief um, that we think there's going to be a lot of sacrifice once we get married. But there doesn't need to be sacrifice. It could just be committing to figuring it out where you're not sacrificing. So I just want to help highlight uh, concept, really the masculine and feminine, the masculine energy and the feminine energy. And this isn't to say that all men have a masculine core essence uh, or that all women have a feminine core essence. But if you are somebody, I guess an easy way, a very, very vague baseline to distinguish this within yourself is do you desire to be cherished more or respected more? Do you desire to be cherished or respected? Which one would you rather? What's your biggest desire? So if you'd rather be cherished, there's a good chance that your core essence is feminine. And if you'd rather be respected over cherished, then there's a good chance that your core essence is masculine. And that's a very vague baseline in a heteronormative relationship. It's, it's not 100% the truth for everyone, but it's just a very good vague baseline. So with that being said, if you're core essence is masculine, there's a tendency, a very heavy tendency to desire freedom, to have a, a strong, clear mission and purpose. That's very masculine. And if your core essence is feminine, then you'll have a deep desire for connection, love and relationships. So back to the <laughs> usually again, I'm speaking in not for every single relationship, just very, um, I guess what's what's more familiar is that the feminine or the woman will be pushing marriage more often than men. The men are, are trying to gain time or to extend their time of being single and not fully committing to that relationship because it's not, uh, in essence, it's not their core value. It's not what's their burning desire. They'd rather freedom. They'd rather have that mission, that purpose. And we're feminine are like, hey, what the hell, man? Like we've been together for so long. I want that next level of connection, love and, and relationship. So that's just the natural tendency of what we fall into to be aware of. That, that doesn't mean these things can be altered and changed and, and melded together to mix them both. But that's just kind of what's happening on an unconscious level as a rule of thumb. An important note to digest is you will need to figure out who you are before getting into a relationship for the rest of your life. And again, I don't think a lot of people, all for sure all the people don't do this in relationship. You can see it with a divorce rate. You know, you kind of figure out who the hell you are and what your desires are because you buried them for 10 years and they just keep compounding and compounding to avoid conflict. And although this could be very frightening, it's so necessary to do. 
um, because we don't want to operate from a place of masking what our true essence is. So many times, even at the start of a relationship, we might be very masculine or very feminine at our core essence, but we might mask that because we think our partner wants us to be a certain way. So we put a mask on and we hold ourselves back and we kind of show up in this inauthentic way. If our partner is wanting us to be more feminine and we're, 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 hiding our desires to create something big or to chase our desires or goals or express our masculinity. If we're putting a mask on that, we can only mask it for so long before, before we can't bear that weight anymore of, of being inauthentic. And that's going to lead to resentment. All these problems are going to compound and it's eventually going to come out in explosive, probably very harmful manners and that's probably what leads to a lot of relationships ending so we really 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 need to get down to that core essence and express ourselves and our true desires our values or beliefs even if we think our partner doesn't think or see the world the same way it's so important to put it all on the table especially before marriage that's not to say you can't work these things out when you are married but it's just going to help so much more and it's going to make that commitment so much easier. And for men, we're not going to feel like we're giving up our freedom because our freedom is on the table. Hey, this is what I need to be happy in a relationship. Freedom is a massive value. And freedom to me means I can be myself, that I can chase my desires, that I can express my masculinity, whatever it may be. But if you're not putting that on the table, it's eventually going to surface at some point. And it's not, pro it's not going to have a pretty ending. And you can't authentically commit without knowing who and what you are committing to. So you, you have to know who your partner is. You have to know what they want and vice versa. And unfortunately, a ring won't change this. A house won't change this. A dog won't change this. And certainly kids won't change this. They will only exacerbate unresolved issues or this unresolved, unspoken <laughs> agreement, which we should have. We should have all of this on the table. And if we're not speaking this out, you know, the house might be a quick fix. A new car might be a quick fix. Getting that dog might be a quick fix. But you're going to have the real unresolved issues that, hey, you haven't put everything on the table here before marriage. And there's a lot of unresolved stuff going on here. So that needs to happen and you can't just put a band-aid solution onto it by buying things that society tells us to do or living the life that society or others are doing. We need to clearly articulate to our partner what is going to give us a fulfilling life, what's, what freedom means to us for men, <laughs> what that connection and bonded relationship means to you for women. You know, we, we really need to put that all on the table. One thing you should know how to do is understand the process of resolving conflict and have a process to initiate change. So let's say there are some differences here. There's going to be different values, different beliefs, different perceptions, different ways of operating, different routines, different little things you do throughout the day that are going to be different than your partner or how your partner wishes you do things. So I think it's so important to understand and improve on the process of resolving conflict, which is a whole thing in of itself, and also have a process that you know how to go through to initiate and engage change, to change something. 
And this can be extremely difficult if you're not experienced in it. And that's why there's amazing tools like coaching where you can literally have somebody who's gone through that, who knows the process and will hold hold you accountable. You're not just, it's not just a loose word that you have with your partner. Okay, yeah, I'll change this. And then nothing happens. I'm sure that's happened in your life. You keep having recurring issues over and over and over again. And you, you genuinely hope that things are gonna change and you genuinely desire them to be different. And you say that they will be different, but yet here we are with the same problems, the same circumstances and the same arguments. So coaching is a very powerful tool for that, to help you with that. And eventually, of course, your life circumstances will change and you should know how to navigate these changes together. If you don't know the process of change for yourself or to change and resolve conflict with your partner, how on earth are you going to get through life? So I think it's really imperative that we learn this process before getting married. This isn't to say you need to, but I think it's really going to help at least give you that baseline of, oh, okay, thank God we know how to get past that. We've, we've learned how to get through conflict. We've come together and understood that, hey, when we both bring our perspectives to the table, we can actually come up with a better solution than just me trying to fix it or just you trying to fix it and actually collaborate and come together uh, with, a, with an amazing, a way better solution. And another thing on the freedom thing is I, I frequently hear stories of men trying to hold on to their freedom Oh, maybe we'll just go on one last big trip before we get married. Or yeah, I just want to start that business before we before we get married. Or we just need a little bit of more savings before we get married. And that's not to say those things are wrong or you shouldn't do those. But don't lean on them as a crutch. You know, you're, you're not necessarily giving those up if you get married. There's a, there's a way to navigate and potentially reframe all of this. Again, when you bring two brains together and you collaborate and you commit and committing means you'll figure it out, you can still have your freedom. You can still go on your trips. You can still make money. You can still start a business. It's just going to take more collaboration. And the, the, the important theme of this podcast is just to put it all on the table. It might be terrifying. It might be scary to be vulnerable. It might be scary to... If you haven't been acting authentically or if you've been putting on a little bit of a mask to put that mask aside, but if we can't fully demask ourselves in front of our partners, we're living our life in a lie and that's, that's going to be heavy. We're going to feel that in our body. There's going to be restrictions. We're going to feel that in our energy and how we feel, how we show up, our emotions, everything. It's going to compound. So we need to fully remove that mask in front of our partner and, and vulnerably discuss and share who we are and what our desires are. And even Jess and I, there was a lot of resistance at the start of our relationship to take it to the next level. We were dating for several years. I can't remember how many, five or six before we got engaged, five maybe. Um, And then really we kind of had resistance for different reasons. The main one for Jess was because we didn't have everything figured out. She was scared that, hey, you know, we didn't really have that process to resolve huge issues that were non-negotiables that we had talked about. We, you know, we created these agreements, boundaries, and, uh, but we didn't necessarily have the evidence to back it up. So it's one thing to, dis- to have discussions, to communicate, to openly discuss. And for me, 
you know, I genuinely wanted to change these things. And I, you know, I was with her on those discussions and I, I, I really did want things to change, but we didn't have the evidence to, to back it up until I went on my journey, until I went on that self-discovery process and really had to dive deep and go, go internally and, and discover myself and work on myself rigorously. Um, and then once I proved not for her, but for myself, whoa, okay, I can change. I can improve on this. And that was the evidence that we needed to go to that next level. And for me, again, kind of like I just said there, um, obviously there was the commitment, the commitment barrier, which I wasn't framing it properly. Again, I was single for many years. I just did what I wanted. I went out when I wanted, I bought whatever I wanted. I, you know, I lived life on my terms and now coming together. Okay, shit. Now I have this commitment. Am I losing my freedom? Am I losing myself? And I had this underlying kind of muckiness going on. And I had to bring my desires and who I am to the table. Hey, this is who I am. I'm, I'm a pretty intense guy. I have some big goals and I am not going to be fulfilled. And I will have resentment if you hold me back from this. It sounds blunt. It sounds intense, but that's the truth. And that was the truth. And there's a lot of truth to that still to this day. And if I'm to mask myself and live more in the feminine energy and just say, oh, it's all good. We'll just go with the flow and life is all good and I'm good with what we got. Yeah, you know, I, I probably could work on getting there, but that's not me. That's not who I am. So I needed to really put that on the table and have her understand where I'm coming from and see why that's important to me. And, I, and, and she did. And we had those conversations. And this didn't just happen at the snap of a finger. This was a constant um, collaboration. And we had to continually communicate and discuss this. So if you've had a conversation with your partner, just one or two or a couple, and it still isn't resolved and nothing's changed and they still don't see your side of things, you're going to need to revisit that over and over and over again until they see that, until they can understand it and until they can agree to at least let you, let you do that. And it doesn't need to be a perfect refined process of how you meld and work that together, but there should be agreements and boundaries around that for, Hey, I see you, Joel, for who you are. And I, I back you, I'm here. I'll let you, I'll let you pursue that. If that's truly what you want, if you really want to live in that masculine. And, and Jess, I see you, I hear you. If you need that communication, that vulnerability, that intimacy, that deep connection, I, I hear you, I see that, and I'm going to work on that. Not only am I saying this, but we need to show each other this before maybe getting married, in which we did. And once we showed each other that we could move in and allow each other to, or to feed each other's desires and needs, her feminine and my masculine. And once we began to mix that, it was not perfect by any means. But what that did was it proved to ourselves. Now we had the evidence. Now we heard each other. We put everything on the table and we backed it up with evidence showing each other that, yeah, it's not perfect right now. It's not a refined process, but we can, we can change things. We can work at things. We can bring our two difference of opinions together here and move forward closer to our shared vision. I talked about having a shared vision. Uh, a couple episodes ago. So 
that's a lot that's a lot to unpack there but I, I think it's just so important and such a necessary aspect in which we need to do before marriage and as long as you're on the same page as your partner and discuss agreements the non-negotiables the expectations the life vision and truly put your barriers down to be fully vulnerable to show your true essence then marriage will not jeopardize your freedom in fact it can it can amplify it can expedite your freedom Again, we, we're going to need to change some paradigms, but freedom might be living life on our own terms or having more money, whatever it may be. And, and what I realized is when I brought this to the table with Jess and we combined our vision, well, now we have way more finances. Now we have the ability to have freedom of time if we want. We have more options. You know, we have more ability for me to chase something or pursue my goals and desires while she might be a bit more stable and focus on the relationships. You know, it just opens up doors for each other that might not have been there before when we were just doing things for ourselves. So that doesn't mean we're giving away our freedom if we're leveling up to marriage or entering this relationship. It can actually unlock even more freedom if you work on the processes and agreements to get you there. So one thing is certain, you don't want to uncover your true essence and desires halfway into your marriage, which probably a lot of people do. And this is work, to be honest. This isn't just listening to this podcast episode. This isn't just hearing information and saying, well, yeah, no, that that, that makes sense. Of course, yeah, we should. Oh, maybe I'll have a conversation about it. And then you have a conversation. It doesn't really go anywhere. You know, that that's not going to cut it. If you want an epic relationship and an epic life with freedom, where you are both seen for the feminine and masculine true essence that you are, then it's going to take a lot of work. But if we don't put in that work, we're not going to get what we want, what we truly want as an individual and as a partnership, as a couple. And that again is why I am here and I entered the coaching profession because it is so much work and it's so freaking hard to go at it when you're only in your own mind and you see things with your limited viewpoint and having that outside perspective when somebody's not entangled into the emotional <laughs> the emotional storm that exists between two partners man can that be helpful and can that expedite this process so that's why I'm here that's why I'm sharing this message because I think it's truly important to get help to seek help otherwise we're just going to stay in in that uncomfortable spot for way too long or we might jump into something that is a huge commitment like marriage without being properly prepared for it so that's why i'm here that's why i'm passionate about this work and that's why i'd love to help you if you're in a position that you need help so to end things off commitment does not need to be a sacrifice it can be a beautiful process leading to expansion growth and fulfillment your reality will be determined by how you frame this. That's it for me today. I hope you enjoyed this message and I hope you really truly take action on it. But other than that, I will see you on the next one. Take care. Before I let you go, I just wanna let you know what I've been up to behind the scenes. I've been busy building a program called The Emotional Evolution Process. And this program was built through inspiration and 
really just a passion for something that I believe in so strongly and where there, where there's just really a lack in the market for, and that is men in relationships and to help men evolve their emotional habits. This is something that we need to work on, especially if we want a fulfilling, successful relationship or if we need to repair one that might be in jeopardy right now. So, like I said, check me out on socials, send me a message on socials to connect, and if this sounds like a fit for you, I would love to hear from you. Other than that, have a great day.